Hey guys, and welcome again to, oh my god, I really gotta stop doing that. Hey guys, what's up everybody? Hope you're doing great. Oh, that doesn't work either, no. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like I run out of high energy quickly because I'm just not that kind of person. <laughs> it's probably just like piss you off the first five seconds you hear my podcast and that is just, that is justified. I, I really am annoying sometimes. Um, but hey, I'm, I would want to be a little bit more cherry today because today is my birthday. Today is a day that my year gets more than it's supposed to be. And for some reason, people want to celebrate about it. Uh, at least like people who have friends. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us, we're just like in our own corner i'm literally in a corner right now <laughs> and um it's cool it's cool i do hope you guys are having a good day i do hope that you are enjoying your day as far as it goes um whatever kind of complications there might be i'm pretty sure that you have the balls to get through with it and if you don't think so well i beg to differ um but yeah um i i become an official 2-4 basically older than i was last year seen but that is just pretty much that 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 is that is that is what happens when you have your birthday right there's nothing special about that um anyways i don't really have much to do when it's my birthday because i usually don't celebrate it it, it has nothing to do with um, being alone. Well, I just like fell out of love for birthdays entirely because I never felt like I got to do something that I wanted to do. Every time it was a birthday, it was what everyone wanted to do except what I wanted to do. So if my parents knew it was my birthday, they'd get themselves ready for it. They'd cook um, a great meal, not the meal that I consider my favorite. They just couldn't. They just cook a great meal, buy a lot of drinks. And um, I guess it was just an excuse to have a good time. And I don't really want to do that anymore because in my opinion, I just want to be in my corner and just like have a day of peace without having to suck up to anybody. And I guess that's really what has extrapolated into this ego self-sufficient enough to make me not want to care about anybody's opinions on my birthday which is kind of like egotistical and narcissistic to say the least but hey um that doesn't stop me being who i am and i really appreciate everything that i have i'm kind of grateful that it is my birthday it's been uh, one hell of a lot um life i've not gotten anywhere to be spewing wisdom onto my fair brethren <laughs> But I do have to say that it's been one heck of a ride and I'm always grateful and I'm very much happy that I'm here right now, even if things feel like shit. And probably a meal is not exactly the best thing you can get or is not the thing you can get. <laughs> That's supposed to be a joke. Please take it as a joke. Anyways, um, what am I doing? I've spent like three minutes trying to make you feel sorry about me that's stupid um let's get down to brass tacks you guys came here for an anime review and i'm here to give you an anime review no butts no cuts no coconuts is that how it says no cuts no butts no coconuts okay yeah i think i got it right the second time
yeah anyways um now considering the fact that we have done so many anime reviews and each one of them is just as good um i do like to say that it would make much more sense if i made a review as per what you wanted rather than what i think i like because let's let's be clear about something i'm the weird one in this scenario and whatever that i pick is probably just out of a simple courtesy to try not to freak you guys out and make you enjoy the show as much as i can Although, <laughs> yeah, sometimes that shit goes sideways, but all its entirety, I feel like the animes that I pick is supposed to be um, the anime that you could easily relate to. But I would say this, each anime that I pick, I do have some genuine interest about it. And that's why I give it to you guys to think and to wonder if you think the same thing or you just considered it a boring anime. In, in which case you could tell me in the comments i'm a big boy i i'll just cry in the corner and i'll have i'll make you have no idea that i feel hurt by your reactions <laughs> okay that feels like gaslighting too oh my god am i such a very bad person um anyways today we'll be going on one of our good time animes which is the rising of shield hero um, if you haven't watched that anime, as always, stop the freaking podcast and go watch yourself some Rising of the Shield Hero. Now, Rising of the Shield Hero was a pretty simple um, anime, but it had a very deep storyline. It started out amazing. It left season one in a cliffhanger that was just leaving my balls all cringed up and waiting for something to happen again. But yeah, I really enjoyed it immensely because the storytelling was just so cool. And compared to the other ones where you get isekai'd into a different world and are supposed to like work from the ground up, but you have some sort of privileges attached to you. This person actually got theirs stripped away from them and they had to work things out on their own. And it was just like crazy. Um, and I just, I enjoyed it entirely because the, the scenes of betrayal were, were kind of relatable. I wouldn't say I've been through much shit in order to say that I've experienced everything, but yeah, I really resonated with what happened in the first episode, uh, in the first episode, in the first season, everything was just like magnetic to say the least um uh as you all know anime doesn't come by itself unless of course there's a studio somewhere that wants to make an anime about something that they really like in which case yeah that's different but um usually animes come from or they stem from mangas and novels that are already existing now let's just get down to the brass tacks of everything because i do know y'all just want some beef on this anime or at least i think you do let's go on um so let's go first impressions now right off the bat we have our main character who is now fumi iwatari and who's transported to another world where he reads a book that suddenly has blank pages when talking about a shield hero 
Well, once he arrives in the world, he finds himself as that shield hero along with three other heroes that were also summoned. Immediately, he feels something's off, especially when the king flat out ignores him. Now, turns out, legend says the shield hero is completely useless and nobody places their fate in him. So, yeah, I I really thought that this was going to be different. When we talk about the characters that are entirely um, uh, involved in this anime, you kind of see that everyone that got to the scene was like completely revered and respected, and then he was cast aside. I, I didn't know what to expect when I saw that. I thought that, hey man, he's coming in as a hero of some sort. They better give him creds and then they totally strip him off his creds as this hero that he's supposed to portray is absolutely useless now um as he's been ignored and um even when the king assembles a bunch of possible party members not one of them actually picks him and this is until Maine, who takes pity on him and joins his team defecting from motoyasu the spear heroes team now you have this underdog i mean we've all watched the anime where the underdog has to make something of himself because no one is willing to give him the time of day um now fumi is trying his possible best to work through things through all the shitty moments that he's supposed to endure and um it becomes quite serious because he now has to work hard to just get his own money, his own gear, and save his own reputation. Um, but the girl who actually joined him was one hell of a backstabber. I mean, there seems to be a sort of reckoning on her part where she has to be called bitch the entire time. But I feel like that kind of punishment was not that as severe because she basically gave him such a bad name that after the fact that he's considered useless in the entire anime or by the characters within this anime she also goes to pull his name deeper into the mud which is already his house it just it feels so sad because um the the lady actually goes back destroys his reputation and now he has to prove he's innocent. But basically, since they think he's useless, they're going to think that, yeah, this guy is useless. So why wouldn't he do something as pathetic and evil as that? And, um, but no, I guess when they ran him deeper into the mud, he just like fucked it all and, <laughs> and decided to play the bad guy as, uh, at that character. And, um, uh he he actually goes to a slave merchant and then he finds a girl who still has her human form now it, it it's uh different to say what exactly you think of the character because the character could have tried to portray his innocence as much as he could but i guess it there is a point in time where you also get fed up with trying to defend yourself and like, okay, you guys think I'm the bad guy. I guess I'm going to be the bad guy. 
it, it happens to us one too many times you know especially when it's with people whose opinions don't exactly mean that much to you i mean yes they they say bad stuff about you and you want to prove your innocence but what's the point these guys don't know you they don't know what you've been through they don't know the shit that you've endured and all of a sudden they think they can judge you on false claims made by someone who was out to get you from the start yeah sure if you want to believe her believe her i'm not gonna waste my time trying to explain myself to you that almost feels as if i relate to it why does that oh shit all right better get back to the anime we're watching i mean <laughs> we're reading um so yeah this this pretended to be rape scenario comes from this girl and um it's it's kind of fucked up uh but he doesn't really let it get to him and he still pushes forward and you you could say that it's really incredible on its own the anime was invincible in its attempts to get the underdog to not give a fuck about anyone's opinions and his his ways would seem darker and twisted but it's basically his one way to live out his life where he doesn't have to conform to the norms that surround him or even pay attention to whatever nonsense that they would say about him um i would say that it's it's kind of incredible even though he's not given a lot of uh pieces to work with he has to find those ways himself he has to establish his power himself he has to go down these paths fight these demons and i have to say probably i'm just cramming it all up into one review i kind of thought that i'd be able to do season one reviews and season two reviews but all in all as you see the character grow you see that he's building a family around him just like other anime characters would have themselves um align uh, to other characters who have similar interests or opposite interests but just um vibe with them on a different scale you kind of like get the sense that even though he's not looking to establish that he still gets that from people and he gets his own party members who believe in him and who love him and care for him in such a way that a family uh, would um his character meets up with the slave girl who is actually okay with being a slave to him as well as others too even though it's kind of weird and the characters are a little bit I, I don't know maybe if i saw it in the sexual light i apologize i have a perverted mind and it probably makes me think that way but i definitely saw some sexual tension going on once or twice and it did not help register the fact that the girl was literally a child when she came close to him so the fact that they like sprinted her growth and made her that way is a little bit fast a little, a little too fast for my liking but hey what do i know man i'm just like i'm just uh, here as a supporter and i'm not a basic critic um but yeah as you see through the anime you see a lot that comes as a result of um the interest and as you go through season two and three you um you realize that there are some capabilities that the shield hero is entitled to but it seems as though they don't really know about it because it he had to explore that character 
I don't know who came before him as the shield hero, but it's probably someone who was like lazy about it or wasn't intent on finding out the capabilities of the shield because it seems like you'd have to be very clever and inquisitive on a certain level to be able to explore the capabilities of the shield itself because the shield seems to have immense capabilities it, it seems to do a lot of things he puts a leaf over it it turns into a different thing he puts the scales of a dragon on it it turns into a different thing so you have to be that sort of adventure steered or like you'd have to be um inquisitive to a certain level that you would be able to explore the new capabilities or the powers that the shield possesses and it was oh my god i was attempting to now for me does that spectacularly and i can't say for sure that you would watch it but um i loved it from the first episode to the last one i loved it i enjoyed it uh i think the character himself had to learn to do things on his own it, there were some dark moments you know the whole slave trade thing it's not really the most sound way of getting your levels on but um it, not every character is supposed to play out in the same way you know i enjoyed his character mainly for his cleverness morality is just a concept honestly with him morality is just a concept and his way to win is sort of technical and open-minded. And there are even some bad guys that he solos that actually took advantage of people and their righteousness for their own gains. So I would say that he's a pretty open-minded character to the extent where he's not chained to the usual crap that comes out of um, heroes or generic heroes in anime. You don't get him on that side where he's sticking to a faith or belief or he's trying to save people because that's what heroes do. He has slaves to his name, motherfuckers. <laughs> so he doesn't give a shit, honestly. And I guess I really like that about his character. I really think he's an amazing character. He does so much. And yeah, it may seem like he doesn't give a shit about you. But as long as you're part, you're part of his team or part of the good guys, he would do what he can to save you. And I think that's amazing. And that's a great character right there. And um, I just like him the way he is. That's so I, I really love his character all in all. Um, anyways, it's uh, it definitely it has a spinoff, actually. Uh, but that's a manga, and I don't know if they're gonna like put that into a play very soon. But it's let's just go through some little history about it, or just some more shit to know. Tate no Yusha no Nariagari is a Japanese dark fantasy isekai light novel series written by Anako Yusagi. Uh, which was originally published as a web novel in the usual generated novel site Shosetsuka Ninaru. Okay, I, I don't know if I said that right. The series has been since published by Media Factory with an expanded storyline featuring illustrations by Seira Minami. As of June 25th, 2019, 
22 volumes have been published. Now, the novel series were adapted into a manga series by Aya Q and published by Media Factory, with 20 volumes released as of February 20, 20, February 22nd, 2022. Both the novel and manga series were licensed by One Piece books, not, not, not the One Piece you're thinking about, you um, very... No, it's not One Piece. It's One P-E-A-C-E books. Yeah, those guys. Never heard of them, huh? Me neither. And were published in North America starting in September 2015. The 25-episode anime television series adaptation produced by Kinema Citrus aired from January to June 2019. A second season co-produced by DR Movie aired from April to June 2022. The third season has also been announced and probably would be reviewed shortly. I don't know. The anime series is currently licensed by North America by who do you think it is? Crunchyroll. Of course it's Crunchyroll. Um yeah, but basically we've gone through all the characters. Uh we have the uh young tanuki demi human girl named raftalia and the bird-like monster who's called philo yeah and yeah the 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 family keeps growing although it feels as if they all want to get with him sexually at one point so it wouldn't be a surprise if there's a route 34 somewhere where they're sucking his uh i think i'm phasing out now oh my god there is so much static i cannot hear myself talking because i'm such a power okay fine let's just stop talking about it all right um anyways I really do recommend it if you haven't watched it yet, but I'm assuming if you are listening to this, you have watched it and you have a fair idea of what I'm talking about. If not so, then you probably are staring a different boat than me. And I'd like to hear comments. What did you think about the anime? Did you like it? Did you hate it? What part about it got to you on a level that I couldn't explain or didn't talk about? I'd like to hear your comments and your reviews because basically I am doing this out of the abundance of my frozen heart. Happy birthday to me once again. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I'd like to hear what you think about the anime itself. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Uh, tell me something, okay? Just, 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 just enlighten me on what you thought about the anime. I'd love to hear your opinion as well. And, um, you can just, like, uh, probably highlight what you think I should add to this. Probably make this a little bit more fun, less boring. A little bit more firecrackers and let's bookie um i don't know what to add to that but i'm sure i'm gonna find something quippy in about three seconds nope i guess not okay um but you guys can check back in with me i will try and make a much more detailed review i wanted to do a detailed review on the second season of promise neverland and the idea was that Season 2 takes one heck of a turn as they're trying to escape from monsters and demons and the demons that are actually helping them. Uh, spoiler alert, they're in on the action too. They want some of that meat, alright? 
they have a very complex reasoning and i have to give them 10 of a 10 for that they actually want them to escape build a community of humans once that survive in the wild so that when the time comes they would have a source of food you know like a community of human beings and then they'll go attack them in the woods because that would be a supply that they can work with okay they don't have to go to farms to do that they can hunt for their feed and my god is that insane i'm not supposed to be doing this because this review is supposed to be for the rising of the shield hero so i'm gonna cut myself short before i decide to spoil whatever source content i'm supposed to be using for my next episode and as always i do love and cherish everyone that gets to read and watch this as well um this channel is basically my baby and I do hope that I can do a better job of taking care of it and making sure it grows to become what it needs to be. I would have preferred to just cut some pieces out, but I decided that if I'm going to be doing this well, I might as well get my raw content on lock, if you know what I mean. If it's a terrible idea, I, I guess I'm going to be doing it anyways. Who cares? But yeah, um, I really do enjoy time here. It kind of helps me unwind. There's, it's crazy. I mean, this is supposed to be my birthday, and um, all I think, all I can think about is where that money at. <laughs> I mean, you can't exactly enjoy your birthday if uh, you're feeling a little bit stumped. The bills are not exactly the bills you expected. They're ones you're supposed to pay for, not the ones that are making you richer. Um yeah but it's all good it's all good uh i mean whether you consider everything to be shitty or to be great that is up to you you can make your day better or you can make it worse you're the master of your own ship where did i hear that from i don't know um anyways it has been fun talking to you guys i always have fun i just don't know how to control myself and before i know it the 30 minutes is up i do not know how that happens because i usually think 30 minutes is supposed to be a very long time honestly i would think that 30 minutes would be so long and then all of a sudden in a snap of my fingers i'm done i'm like what 26 minutes in what have i been saying for 26 minutes like <laughs> yes it totally makes me mad and kind of crazy like because i genuinely think that i have enough time to talk to you guys about the characters go a little bit deeper try and be a bit more um more open-minded about what the characters represented but i guess i'm just i don't have enough time to do that but i can say that tate no yusha that's the only way i was able to identify the anime that i was watching i always called it tate 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 not the bio okay yeah but anyways the the anime is pretty cool if you want to relate it to something that's happening in your life it can totally work but i'm assuming not everyone gets ripped out of their own world and put into a different one if you go to a new country, you go to a new school, you you go into a different set of your life that you've never really prepared, you've never really prepared for, and it kind of like throws you off, especially when the people around you are not exactly supportive, and they kind of leave you in the ditch all by yourself. 
because they seem to know what they're doing and you don't and it always feels like you're alone on this but um i guess it kind of teaches you to rather than try and get someone else to help you out you can choose to also harden your heart um center your capabilities and i don't know become stronger on your own it's 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 a very one world or my world alone kind of um ethic or thought where you're doing things by yourself with the intent of not being dependent on anyone else but yourself it's kind of selfish but honestly if you are in an environment which is not encouraging it's best you choose this sort of way of life where you don't depend on others to feel motivated to do something where you don't look at someone else's life in order to become um uh, like enforced on your conviction your conviction is supposed to stand from within whether you feel like shit whether you feel like things are not going your way where you just have to like seclude yourself and try and energize the person that is on the with or that's on the inside rather than trying to find an external form of encouragement because if you do not get that form of encouragement or if you're constantly looking on the outward side to try and get that you're not gonna find the peace that you want honestly you're gonna hate it you're gonna hate every moment that people don't acknowledge you and that's gonna make you feel bad and probably discourage you to the extent where you can't even do the things that you want to do because every single time you keep looking out there trying to find someone to give you a hand trying to find someone to help you out and that's just sad it's sad it's sad you can cry about it it's okay to cry about it but don't center on that okay learn from that learn that people at some point in time will not give a shit about you and that's okay you can pick yourself up you have the ability to keep yourself up like you have the strength okay if they've always been telling you go find your mentor go find someone who can help you out well fuck that man do it by yourself even when you don't feel motivated get it make a mistake try and learn from the mistake what are you doing wrong get over it and go faster go harder because you can do it you can do it and i believe in you but i gotta go now um as always titan out